Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Tim and Julie Harris broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you so much. It's going to be a great show. Looking forward to it. So, guys, we are going to finish out the notes that we started yesterday. And I really want to thank a lot of you. I've probably received, I don't know, a couple dozen emails. You guys really like this topic, which is really cool. Um, And it's 10 ways to dump the negativity. In other words, basically, you guys have heard about the power of a positive mindset. I mean, all of us have basically been swimming in the sort of, you know, mindset world since really the 80s when this stuff became really popular. But what you might not know is there's actually scientific research that's been done that's proven that not only does your mindset make it so that you have obviously a lot better, you know, existence on this planet, you know, coexistence with your family, friends, loved ones, and whatnot, but you also live longer. So, Julie, before you get to the next point, which is point five, let's go back, and I want you to read that very interesting case study that was done um, that you shared with the listeners yesterday in case they didn't listen yesterday. So go ahead and and get to that one, and then let's jump right back in and get through point five to ten today um, and finish out this uh, topic, okay? Yeah, you got it. So this was originally published in uh, a publication called The Lancet and was done by researchers in San Diego. They did some research on about 30,000 Chinese Americans and compared it to 400,000 randomly selected white people. What they found was the Chinese Americans, not the white people, die significantly earlier than normal. Well, why is it? It's not because they're Chinese, by the way. It just happens to be something that they studied because of the Chinese belief in astrology and the uh, Chinese medicine if they had... The wrong combination of their birth year, you know, you, talk, you hear about the Chinese birth year, are you the year of the lion or the year of the dog or what have you. If they have an unlucky birth year and something even slightly medically, to, even in their genetic background, right, it doesn't even have to have happened to them. The researchers found that the more strongly the Chinese Americans attached to the traditional superstitions, the earlier they died. And then they actually examined the data and proved, they concluded that it was not able to be explained by genetic factors, lifestyle choices, or behavior of the patients, even of the skill of the doctors or any other variable except their mindset. They have Chinese genes. Nope, that's not what it was. It was their beliefs. They believe that they will die younger because the stars have hexed them, and their negative beliefs actually manifested in a shorter lifespan. So that's proof that negativity will kill you. Okay, that's why I brought up this study, because I think it, it's more direct than any of the other ramp-up that we could have done to get you guys to take this more seriously. So that's why 10 Strategies to Dump the Negativity. And we got uh, through our first four points yesterday, Tim. I'm going to jump into number five, unless you would like to add something before I do that. Nope, it's perfect. And number five, the next two points are really interesting. I know a lot of you guys take notes. I know a lot of you use uh, brokers and office managers. You use our radio show for training your agents. That's great, too. 
Uh, you know as well as we do that when you write something down while you're listening, you actually have a heck of a lot better job retaining that information. So make sure you're taking notes. Um, and also, before Julie gets to this point, so I don't have to interrupt her, remember, guys, if you have not yet done your business plan for 2016, you need to get that done. And we've made it easy for you. When you request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, or if you're listening on Inman.com, you can just click the hypertext, the blue uh, link, and you, when you request a free coaching call, we'll actually give you copies of two of our books. One is called The Real Estate Treasure Map, and the other is called Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. And the uh, Real Estate Treasure Map is actually your 2016, it's basically a fill-in-the-blank business plan. So make sure you request that, get your business plan done, and also when you request a free coaching call, you'll just get that. You'll, you'll get just what... That is, you'll get a call with a coach who will also help you to examine your numbers and set a strategic plan for you for the next 12 months. So if you've not done that yet, you absolutely positively need to get it done ASAP. So, Julia, without any further delay. All right, perfect. Point number five on how to dump the negativity is to be the gatekeeper of your mind. Only let in what supports your positive goals, ambition, and outlook. There's no place for anything that detracts from that. Take control instead of being controlled. And I always, you know, I have many coaching calls that pop up in my head of agents that are reactionary and they play this whole, I'm a victim of what's happening to me. Well, take this point seriously. Be the gatekeeper instead of being pushed around by what happens to you. So next point is number six. And point number six is to remove yourself from negative environments, relationships, and habits. Write down who and what makes you get into a negative mindset and decide to make uh, changes starting today. So remove yourself from the things that are bogging you down. Actually take control. There's that theme again. So, uh, Tim, did you want to add anything to that? Well, Julie, check your uh, uh, your chat. Your phone's a little sketchy. Okay, there you go. Um, so here's the thing, guys. Uh, when you when this mindset stuff, some of you guys have been exposed to it. Some of you have read it. Some of you have studied it. Some of you basically uh, have, you know, you've gone to conferences and whatnot where people have talked. You know, Anthony Robbins is famous for this type of thing. But here's what's interesting about um, a lot of this training that a lot of us do. We don't actually, a lot of people don't actually apply it. So you'll go to something, you'll hear something, you'll read something, and it motivates you for a short while, uh, maybe for a day or so. And then after that, you're back to where you are. Have you ever noticed that when you go to conferences and things like that? And so what happens is in order to get that little high, you then go to another conference or you do something else. That's, you know, In other words, you're expecting something external to make you feel a certain way, almost like a drug. You know, and that's, guys, that's really not a very healthy way to have consistent success in life because what you need to realize is, is that you need to figure out and, and ma to manifest the mindset that you need as opposed to counting on somebody else to do it for you. And drilling down on a lot of these points like we're doing for you, uh, doing for you on this radio show, helping to make this information practical, do something with it. So, again, I shared this with you guys yesterday, and it's, it's very true. This year, probably more than maybe the past five or six years, is going to be a really, really negative year for news. You're going to be running into wall-to-wall -wall negative stories because of the election and uh, horribleness happening all over the world and all this bad stuff. Do yourself a favor. If you know you don't have the strongest mindset, if you know that you are a negative person, if you aren't getting the results that you want, if you're not waking up every single day and realizing what a blessing life is, um, you need to start with doing something very simple, and that's going completely media-free. Uh, in other words, stop reading the news. Stop reading the newspaper. Stop doing 
stop allowing all that negativity to enter in your mind. Here's what you're going to find. Julie and I did this originally probably 20 years ago, and it was shocking, actually, what a difference it made after about a month because in the first 30 days, you know, I remember very clearly, to be honest with you, I was actually a news junkie, okay? And this is back when I was, you know, I'm 46 this year, so this is back when I was in my late 20s, early 30s, and I thought it was important for me to, you know, watch the news and be informed. I thought that that was my obligation, and I didn't want to be caught in a conversation where maybe I was ignorant about something that was just on CNN. So I'd always be paying attention to it, you know, and, you know, that that was basically what socially people were expected to do, right? News was a trusted resource, and that was what you were supposed to count on. Well, what happened? September 11th happened, and what happened after September 11th is a lot of the news cycle went from being legitimate news to being drama news, like you're reading a tabloid, and it's, that's basically what a lot of the news is anymore. And there's, it's uh, people got really addicted to it. After You guys remember after September 11th, those hopefully all of you are old enough to remember that very clearly, how every single news channel for the next like two months always had these big breaking news stories on it. People were on pins and needles. That's when the addiction to drama-filled news actually took hold. And the media resources, uh, you know, the CNNs of the world, they really learned that in order to get eyeballs, they need to make their stories and their headlines more salacious. And that has just gotten worse. You guys know what I'm saying is, is true. You've seen it. You've experienced it. And so the uh, accumulation effect of all that negative news is really having a very nasty effect on our country. And it's my belief that part of the reason that our country seems to be in a bad cycle right now, and you know, hopefully it's going to get better, is because people are so addicted to that negative news and they actually are operating at a heightened state of fear. So that heightened state of fear is being fed by more, guess what, negative news. So break away from it. So here's what you'll probably discover when you go media-free. You know, it's funny. I know we're saying this. Some of you are just thinking we're crazy for saying this. Others of you are realizing that you're, gonna, you're willing to take the challenge, the media-free challenge. Um, and, but here's what you'll go through. The first step really literally will be withdrawal. You'll feel like you're missing something. You're, you, but really what it is is that you've gotten so used to having that little kick from reading the news, you know, something horrible happens, something sad happens, something is, there's actually a chemical reaction that happens in our minds that causes us to get almost like a little spike, like as if we were having a cup of coffee. You guys think, many of you think I'm probably over-dramatizing it, but you'll know what I'm talking about when you stop watching the news, because you're going to feel the withdrawal. You're actually going to feel like you're missing something. You're actually going to almost miss it. You're going to mourn it. Okay, that's going to last probably for longer than you think, seven to ten days, where you're literally going to have these little pangs of insecurity because you haven't watched the news, you haven't read anything, you're avoiding all that outside influencing crap. Okay, then what happens is you start to feel completely and totally almost free because all the stuff that's been reinforcing the negative thinking in your mind, that's again, you know, I'm, from the news and other things that come as a result of that. All that stuff is going to start slowly but obviously leaving your mind, and you're going to then start feeling more relaxed. You're going to feel less stress. You're going to actually be able to then start realizing how and all the ways that that way of, you know, that negative mindset stuff, the dramatic effect it's been having on your life. And then after that, assuming you don't go back to the media, then you can, you know, frankly, you'll never want to go back. Then you're going to start reading books, and you're going to start doing things that you realize you need to do to basically uh, rebuild yourself after being in such a, a long way. I personally, and so does Julie, 
know people in our family that are absolutely addicted to the negative news. And, you know, they're not coaching clients, so we can't really help them with it. They wouldn't listen anyway. They think it's normal to watch the news. But it is, it is so damaging. I have had coaching clients in the past who, you know, I'm just thinking about one in particular. Um, and, he, you know, he was one of these guys that is uh, would, knew the negative effects of the media. And uh, he, I could tell instantly. When I'd pick up the phone and I'd start my conversation with him, I could hear in his voice whether or not he'd been going to all the, you know, nasty Facebook groups and watching the news and going all to his, his extremist websites. I mean, I could literally hear in his voice. And so, but here's what really happened. Psychologically, his name was Gary, by the way. Gary, I know you're listening. So psychologically, why was Gary doing that? Well, Gary would do that when he was looking for an excuse to be lazy. So if you are filling your mind with negativity, if you don't believe that tomorrow is going to be significantly better than today, and so on and so forth, then you are going to be able to rationalize not working as hard today. Get it? So a lot of people that are addicted to the negative news, that are addicted to that mindset, are also basically using that to reinforce being complacent. So those two things go together. So when you free yourself of that mindset, you all of a sudden, are, you don't have any reinforcement to be complacent. You're op- you start to be optimistic again. All of us are naturally optimistic, forward-thinking, forward-reaching um, creatures. That's how God designed us. We're all wanting to evolve. We're all wanting to get better. We're all wanting to learn. We're all wanting to improve. That's how all of us are. That's why you guys listen to this radio show. You're hopefully picking up practical tips to improve your situation. So when you have this, you know, this veil of negativity over you, when that's removed, you will go back to being how you are truly designed to be. And that will be a really meaningful step for all of you to start completely ingesting all the opportunities that this market is and what you need to put in place to have your mindset of service and basically be in a position to help folks. That's the absolute critical importance of what these points are. And you got don't don't think that you don't have control over this because you do. You literally can take the next four points that Julie's going to read to you and you literally can apply them today to make a significant impact on your life immediately. And the first step is doing what I just suggested and going media free. Julie? That's it. So point number seven is, of course, all this is related under the big heading of dump the negativity. Stop taking everything so personally. I mean, some of you guys, it's like everything is about you all the time. It's not actually about you all the time about everything. Be in the mindset of service. What can you do to help your prospects, clients, friends, and family? Focus on what you're here to provide instead of what others are providing or maybe not providing to you. And it's interesting. This comes out in so many different places in real estate, mostly from you know, lead follow-up or what happened to that listing. They must not have liked me. They didn't call me back. Well, stop making it all about you. Some of you guys don't do any outbound calling, really, nothing significant, because you're, you're all about you. What's going to happen to you? How is it going to make you feel? What are they going to say? What are you going to do? As soon as you remove that and you make it all about of being of service and you realize that if someone says, no, I don't need you to follow up anymore, I'm just not ready, why is it that some of you guys translate that as some kind of insult to you? They're just not ready, okay? Don't make it about you. It's not about you. It's about them not being ready to buy or sell real estate, okay? Um, I see this also with agents making stories up without facts. So stop taking everything so personally all the time. Free yourself up from that, and you'll see 
what a huge level of stress and negativity will melt away when you stop yourself and say, you know what, I'm going to stop making it about me all the time. Point number eight related, stop overreacting the second something doesn't go your way. So how do you take care of this, right? So all of our points, it's not just, hey, here's a great point. We're always trying to implement, help you internalize, and move forward on these things. Well, what does that mean, stop overreacting the second something doesn't go your way? Well, catch yourself and adopt and implement a 30-minute cooling off time. This applies to your voicemail, your texts, to negotiating, closing drama. When you feel yourself redlining, you guys know when that happens, take a breath, get off the phone, get off the Internet, get out of your texting. Mandatory cool-off periods can save you stress, time, and money. And some of you guys are worse at this than others, but step away from your texting when something blows up on you. Just give yourself a 20- or 30-minute breathing room. I always use the example, Tim, of you, know, you check something first thing in the morning in your voicemail, and something's going sideways on an inspection or an appraisal or what have you. And you know, it's almost always either the other agent or a prospect you've been working with. And it's like drama, 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 the world's coming to the end. And if you react instantly as soon as you get that, it'll almost always be worse for you and for that person. If you take your 20 to 30 minute mandatory calling off period and then go recheck your voicemail, nine times out of 10, that issue, that conflict will actually have worked itself out and sometimes you won't even have to deal with it. Shocking but true. So step away from your voicemail. That's one of the biggest little sounding coaching morsels that I can share and I think you would agree with that, Tim, is that not having that instant reaction can save them time and stress and money. Make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that's true. Yeah. And uh, and I love what Julie just said. A lot of times it will be some age, other agent or a buyer or a seller. They're flipping out about something. And if you jump, if you know, it's their ego usually that, has, uh, that was emotionally uh, ill-prepared for the stress of a real estate transaction or whatever's going on in their lives. And they'll lash out at you and everybody else. Anybody that's going to you know, be in their way that they can lash out on at, they will. And you've got to realize that um, when you start developing a stronger mindset, when you start evolving, when you start uh, essentially rising above uh, everyone else's mindset, which is what we're essentially talking about, we're trying to help you improve, you're going to find and see the same characteristics that you had been uh, living with in terms of your bad mindset, you're going to start seeing it in a lot of other people, everyone around you. And it's even actually more frustrating because then you're like, dude, don't you get it? You need to stop watching the news. You just have to be a mindset. You're just not reacting. You need to listen to Tim and Julie on this podcast so you can get your head together, right? So don't be surprised when you start becoming the only stable person you know. Don't be surprised when you start becoming the only person that's cool under pressure. Don't be surprised when you actually become, the, uh, you know, essentially the, the only true leader in your office. That's what happens when you get control of your mindset and realize that essentially, remember yesterday, guys, you can't control the first negative thought. You can't control it. Who knows where it comes from? Don't worry about where it comes from. It just is what it is. But you, uh, you can control how you react to it or the second thought that comes after that. So don't become one of these people that just essentially becomes victim, or I hate even using that word, that is what it is, to your, you know, one negative thought pops in from watching the negative news, and then that negative thought then turns into a negative second thought. Then you've had a negative week. Then you've had a negative month. Then you've had a negative year. And you don't even know why. You don't even know why you think or feel the way you do. 
And, you know, then you start, okay, well, what's wrong with me? There must be something wrong. Maybe I'm depressed. Maybe I need to go to a doctor and get on some sort of drugs, and then the problem gets worse and gets worse and gets worse. You see how this happens, guys? Do you see how societally it's reinforced for all of us to basically have these types of problems? Break that cycle. Realize that you can control this unless you have, you know, some sort of rare chemical, chemical imbalance where you do need to see a doctor. 99% of you out there are not in that situation. You can control that. You can choose what you're going to allow it to enter in your mind. You can control how you're going to react. You can control, you know, basically your emotional state. That should be liberating for all of you. Jules? Yeah, and we've been talking a lot about other people or things beating you up. Well, it applies to you too. Point number nine, stop beating yourself up all the time. A gratitude journal will force you to get out of self-hate and into appreciation of what is going right. I had an interesting coaching call with one of the coaches who is coaching some newer Remax uh, owners. And, you know, it's a challenge to open any new brokerage. And, of course, they're going through some struggles and they're trying to sort it all out. Well, he said one of the issues is that sometimes they're all upbeat, everything is great, and other t- times they're like, I don't even want to go into the office. I don't even want to see those people, right? So sometimes it's you who are your own worst enemy, and one of the strategies he's using with them is to get them into gratitude for the things that are going well in spite of the stresses of being, you know, opening this new brokerage. Of course there are things going on all the time that are right for you. And, you know, I'm always reminded, I think I originally heard this from Joel Osteen, Tim, where, um, you know, you, the pattern is, is you say to somebody that's kind of going down this rabbit hole, gosh, I'm so, I'm so sorry your dog died this morning. I, I'm so sorry that, you know, you found out that you have to have your eyeball amputated this morning and that, or you know, your house burned <laughs> yeah. down. And, and, and the person is going to be taken aback going, well, what do you mean? You must have the wrong coaching client because none of that happened to me. Oh, well, I thought it did based on your outlook, right? So you're kind of resetting and getting into, hey, you know what? There's a lot more dram- dramatic real things out there that you should maybe, you know, have that kind of outlook about, but none of that actually happened to you. So let's get out of your own way. Stop beating well, yourself yeah. up all the time. Yeah, go ahead. Julie, you're talking about Olstein, you're reminding me of something. It's a good point. So uh, here's a little interesting psychological test that all of you guys should should take, Right. So I'm going to say something, and I want you to notice how you feel the second I say it, right? So I'm going to say something, something that you guys probably hear every single day, maybe multiple times a day, depending on, you know, your environment. But I'm going to say it to you, okay? Ready? Have you heard the news? Have you heard the big news? Oh, do I have something to tell you? Okay? So what I want you guys to notice is that, If you're the person that likes to receive those types of messages, gossipy, newsy, negative stuff, or the ones that like to actually pass it along, notice how you actually felt when I said those words. Julie, did you hear? Did you hear the big news? I mean, Mm -hmm. you guys notice how there's a little surge inside of you, that little Mm -hmm. energy surge? That is actually a chemical reaction that's coming from the anticipation of hearing this big news. That little chemical reaction, that little spark, is what people literally get addicted to. Are you guys putting these pieces together in your head? And here's the other thing that's interesting. If you're somebody that likes to be the purveyor of news, usually bad news, you're doing that because of your ego. You like to feel like you're in power, able to pass this information along. So if if someone comes up to you and they say, have you heard the big news? They're telling you that not to be, you know, passing along useful information nine times out of ten. They're doing it because they get that little surge. So 
this little dysfunctional way that all of us coexist with each other, that is a lot of the th- that that type of mindset, that almost wavelength, is what holds a lot of us down because we're addicted to the negative news. So we're then caught in this constant mi- negative mindset cycle. You're not allowed, or you're not allowing new thoughts to enter in your mind. You guys have probably heard this before, and if you're coaching clients or been listening to the radio show for the past couple of years, you know you've heard this before. But it's a very interesting statistic. Research has been done on uh, thoughts, right? So research has been done on how many um, thoughts we have a day. You guys, again, probably have come across this. And it's the, the follow-up research is what I find particularly interesting. In essence, 98% of the thoughts or more that you have today are the exact same thoughts you had yesterday, the day before, the day before, the day before. And what's also interesting is you generally have those same thoughts at the same time. You know, it's not just I'm hungry around lunch. I'm talking about literally every single thought that you had was the same one that you had yesterday. So you don't know why you think what you think or how you think or why you think. You think you do, but you really don't. Because most times what we think and what we believe was implanted in our brains, not by choice. We think we've chosen to think the way we think, but it's not true. We've been societally pressured, usually starting with our families, to think the way we think. Now, you got it, some of those things, that we think and the way we think are great. They work out fine. But chances are you are having thoughts that you've had, you know, virtually for the past decades that are no longer serving you. They're literally holding you back. And unless you're willing to challenge yourself to really kind of, you know, break that cycle, you're never going to leave room in your mind for new thoughts that are going to reinforce the person that you want to become. Um, and so those of you, I know there's skeptics when we talk about this stuff, right? Usually analytical types. They're skeptics. This isn't practical enough. We can't, you know, they can't, there's no, there's no graphs or charts or this doesn't sound scientific. Just practice it, guys. Ask yourself how you felt when, you, when I said what I said. Ask yourself if you're somebody that likes to hear gossip. That's because you're, again, that's a, a real, uh, that's proof that you're stuck in a negative mindset cycle. And just conceptually accept the fact that that cycle is probably something that's permeating into the rest of your life and has been for years. If you're not getting what you want to get out of life, if you're not consistently improving all aspects of your life, chances are it's because you need to clear out the closets and leave rooms for new thoughts. Julie, why don't you finish up? All right, you got it. So, well put. Point number 10, create your SEAL Team 6 of support. Start with a great coach. If your office environment isn't right, consider a change. Get an accountability partner. Most of all, be your own best support. Write down your goals. Read them daily. So here's the thing. Realize that everything that we talked about takes work. We get that. That's why we're spending time on this podcast with you, trying to help you not just understand these points, but implement, internalize, and take action. So being negative is just being lazy. Take control of your mindset, and you'll also control your health, your wealth, and even your life expectancy. Remember the study about the Chinese Americans that that believed that they were unlucky, thus they died sooner than they should have. Don't become that. And no, you're not off the hook if you're not Chinese either. We're talking about the mindset. They just happen to be the study, okay? So don't even go there. I just heard that out there. You know, somebody had that thought. Okay, so again, being negative is just lazy, guys. That's being, you know, reactionary, letting other people think for you, you know, not controlling those first negative thoughts and doing something about it. So stop being lazy. Yeah, it takes work, but it doesn't take that much work. Take a few of these points and decide to work on them starting today. 
maybe you know two or three of them didn't resonate with you, but the ones that did resonate with you, maybe you just gravitate towards the thought of being the gatekeeper of your mind and controlling what's going in and out of it. Maybe you're somebody who typically does super react to your voicemail. Some of you guys do have your heart in the right place. You're trying to take care of things with urgency and not let it loom over you. I get that. But try the strategy of giving yourself a 20 or 30-minute breathing room before you actually react. Even if that's right there on the phone live, you can say, I'm sorry, my appointment's here. Let me re, you know, get in touch with you in about a half an hour. Get yourself out of the drama. So choose the things that resonate the most with you. Get a coach to help hold you accountable to doing this. That's a large amount of what our coaches do is helping you with these mindset things. And you'll find that when you control this, yeah, your health is better, your wealth is better, and you're going to live longer. So that's my parting thought. Anything you'd like to add, Tim? Well, so here's how this, guys, carries over for your business, right? So what is your mindset about you being a salesperson, right? That word, right? What does that mean to you? Some of you are like, damn right I'm a salesperson. Others of you are, oh, no, that's not me. Well, so if you're not willing to accept yourself, see yourself as a salesperson, why? Why? It's I know why, because you guys have these bad perceptions of what a salesperson is. You believe that everyone believes a certain thing about salespeople. You see get what I'm saying here, guys? So some of the very things that are standing in the way of you being able to, because the fact is, is you are a salesperson. If you don't believe me, read what your real estate license says. If it's anything like the real estate licenses that Julius and I have had in different states, they've always said real estate salesperson at the top. So you are a salesperson. So if you were to, right now, make the decision that you are no longer going to allow what your uh, programming has been, uh, is about being a salesperson, and instead you're going to realize that salespeople are, here's a little secret for you guys, not such a big secret, but something important, salespeople are and always will be and always have been the highest paid people in the world. In order to be successful, you have to see yourself as a salespeople, the best presidents, the best doctors, the best, anything in any industry, they're great salespeople. So you have to become the best salesperson that you possibly can be. If that becomes your mindset, then what happens is you all of a sudden are more receptive to learning. You're all of a sudden realizing that a really great salesperson is great and is, and they are successful because they realize that their job is to be of service to other people and help other people. And as such, they need to get really good at their craft. So is the very mindset of you considering yourself a salesperson one of the things that's holding you back from becoming truly great, the best version of you that there possibly can be? And that's just one example. I mean, we could deep dive into a whole bunch of other things because our industry, you know, real estate in particular, it has so, it has gotten, you know, it is every survey that's ever done of the least to most respected professions. Nurses and firefighters are almost always at the top, and used car salesmen, attorneys, and realtors are almost always at the bottom. So, you know, socially, this is not really a very cool profession to be in, is it? And yet, you're in it. So how much of the baggage do you have in your head that's actually causing you not to become really, truly successful? Again, this business, this industry is a blessing. You are in the right place at the right time. You can help people in a profound way with one of the biggest financial decisions of their lives. That is an honor. You have to take that, you, you have to take that responsibility and, and see what it is and, and become the best, again, the best at doing your job, the best at negotiating, the best at helping people through difficult uh, uh, you know, situations. You have to have the best, most you know, strongest mindset so that when you're 
customers and your fellow agents start to show their cracks, you are rock solid. That is what you need to focus on, becoming the best version of you, and realize that really at the end of the day, guys, a lot of the thoughts we have, you know, depending on re research report you read, it's almost 100%, 95%, 98% of all the thoughts we have are the same ones we've been having day after day after day after day. When you really accept that as a truth and you start thinking about that, you know, then the next natural thought is, well, why do I think the way I think? I'm going to give you guys a little, uh, you know, hopefully a little helpful tip here. Don't think about or worry about or try to figure out why you think the way you think. Don't worry about, try to figure out or try to think why you feel the way you feel because there's never an answer to it. I promise you. Just don't worry about it. Start taking the actions that will go in the direction of the person you want to be. For the sake of yesterday's show and today's show, my homework to you, my wish for you, my challenge for you is to go media free. Try it for a week. You can't do it for any less than that because you won't notice a difference. Try it for a week. Extend it to two, uh, two weeks. Go to a month. Actually be a media free person. Um, and then notice how much better you feel. Notice how much more present you are with the people you love. Notice how much more effective you are at, when you do your job because you have released the very thing that was giving you uh, essentially a dark veil over you and it really usually starts with the media. Then you're going to start basically wanting to purge yourself of the people that are constantly feeding you the negativity. But chances are, after you go media-free, they're not going to want to be around you anyway because you're not going to be receptive to their negative crap anymore. So if there's ever anything we can do for you guys, I want you to always remember we're here for you. You know, you guys are the, one, the reason that we do this radio show. All of our listeners, we have over 100,000 consistent listeners, and we thank you, thank you sincerely for entrusting us every single day with your education, your motivation. Now, it's important for you to get into action. If there's ever anything we can do for you, please email me or Julie directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. In the medium, <laughs> meantime, guys, have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.